In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about how I get time to do the things that I need to do or the extras that I do and being a mom of many kids, not having family around, not having um, friends to help, just basically doing everything myself and still having time to be a very um, meditative mom, to be a mom of peace, to be a mom that's not stressed out, under pressure. Um, constantly yelling and nagging her kids and not to say that I'm that perfect mom that I don't do those stuff when I say that I am you know doing everything myself but I'm not stressed out it just means that I found that balance I've, I've hit the nail on the head of what I needed to do to get to that point and I of course I lose it some days is I'm never going to be perfect because we the human right we have a lot of weaknesses but alhamdulillah those days are so few and far between that I do feel I have figured out what has helped my life in a major way um, it took many years and it wasn't easy because I was ignorant I did not know and I did a lot of stupid things and I did a lot of things that just were harder instead of smarter and that's why I want to share with you this because I get this question a lot is hey how do you do it so the first thing that has helped me is that I have never been a big social media person honestly I just go on social media to post for my website and for my business so I do think social media takes a lot of time from people and especially if you're a mom it's just time that you don't have and it doesn't make you feel good it's a very depressing place I find I know a lot of women that are on social media all the time and they just always are the ones that saying I don't have time like I heard one scholar say people say I don't have time or they're too busy but it's that's not true they just don't know how to manage their time and I have come to that conclusion myself is that yes there is busyness I'm not saying there isn't but I do feel that people can make time for what's important and I do feel that people do a lot of frivolous things nowadays or things that waste time and that's why they don't have time but I do see that a lot of moms they do a lot of things for the kids that I have cut out and I guess I should make that point number two which is I do I give my kids a no frills approach I've noticed moms with less kids do a lot more for the kids than moms with many kids and I do think that when you are that mom and you just have so many kids you started off just not able to do what you used to do for your kids so it was a forced thing but then once you do it you realize why did I do all those things for my kids it was so unnecessary your kids are not gonna love you less kids are how should I say it's like they have this tendency to never be satisfied it's like they're very filled with nerfs right so you could give your child one lollipop and they'll not want or you could give your child a red lollipop and they'll want the blue one and then you give them the blue one they'll want the green one something that you need to break is that what would you like to eat never ask your kid that kind of question I don't understand how moms can do that because you are not going to get anything easy from that child. They are going to learn to go according to how they feel to eat. Eating is going to become a very emotional thing and eating should not be an emotional thing. Eating should be something that we do to serve our bodies. We need to be healthy from food. We need to nourish ourselves and now and again we can have a treat. But I do think a lot of emotional eating starts from the fact that we want our kids to feel for what they want to eat. No, I used to just do this today is peanut butter and jelly today is spaghetti today is 
um, mince curry. And you know what? If there happens to be one of your kids that just absolutely does not like peanut butter and then just make them the jelly sandwich without the peanut butter, there's always a way to, you know, eliminate it. Like one of my kids, she really doesn't like carrots. And when I say really, it's like they could almost bring up, right? And I found out that the Prophet did have things that he did not like and he would just leave that. So when I heard that, I figured that I guess we are allowed to have things we don't like and it's not meaning that you're fussy. But I'm talking about kids that are just fussy about every single thing and they just, oh, I don't need that and I don't need any veggies and I don't need any fruit and I've seen kids like that. I do allow my kids one or two things that they really don't enjoy and I could see it really pulses them. And I don't think that's a bad thing because then I'll understand, okay, if I'm making something that has carrots in, my daughter will just put the carrots on the side and either I'll have it or her siblings will have it. That's it. It's simple as that. But she will still eat that food because I'm not going to worry if there's carrot taste in the food. Now that is going to extreme because usually, you know, that is just now becomes more a psychological thing. So yeah, no fussy eating in my house. And you know, I do not make different meals. I do not make, oh, this one doesn't like sauce or gravy. This one likes grills. No way. I do not think that you have the time as a mother to be making different meals. When you have so many kids like I do, there is no way you can do that. The third thing I do that helps me to get more time is I don't socialize a lot. I used to be a big social person. I'm an extrovert. I love to have friends around me and I enjoy having people around and I enjoy entertaining and those days are all over. I got burnt so much from lot of toxic friends because you know when you are an entertainer when you are somebody that invites people over and you friendly personality and you just somebody that makes other people feel happy and good you get a lot of toxic people coming to you because they tend to flock to those people because they're so miserable in their own lives and they can't they don't have comfort in themselves that they need to get vibes from other people so they can drain you and so i had not even fathomed how much friends were sapping my energy, sapping my time, sapping my positivity. And I didn't even know it was my friends. Only when I I was forced to move and I had no friends. And that's when I saw how much more time I had. So I'm not saying don't have friends because you need more time. I'm saying be very selective of your friends. I just have never seen a lot of friends being very beneficial. I think it's good to have one or two good friends, three if you must. But again, you know, not a very emotionally draining kind of relationship. And that's why I highly recommend if you're finding it hard and you have all the social gatherings and friends all over, you want to kind of sift that down because it does give you a lot more time to focus on yourself and your family and especially your dean. Another thing that has helped me give me a lot of time is just not to have a lot of stuff. Gosh, this is just to me a big one because when you have a lot of stuff to take care of, it takes you more time to clean and to pack and to organize. We moved from a big house into this tiny rental and as a big family, it's been really tough. But you know, I had to downsize a lot because I had all the stuff from the big house and I had to downsize into the small house. So I just gave away a lot, packed some stuff in boxes and I told myself, I'm just gonna live with what I need. 
but i still felt like you know there was just a lot of clutter because when you have a small place you do notice the clutter much more things just sit around more and so i just started putting things away putting things away and just keeping what we needed and I saw how my house was so much cleaner. I took much less time to clean. And you know, even when you're washing dishes, you just don't have as much dishes because you're just washing as you need. I've seen people who have all these special kind of dishes and you know, you just think, what? I mean, I get it if you have special dishes for guests, but that can even be in a box in the garage. I'm talking about people who have special different kind of dishes. Oh, they have a gold one and they have a blue one and no i just have one set of dinner plates it's in plain white and i have a set of bowls matching bowls and i have my cups and i have my glasses and, and then i have my dishes that i put my food in like um tupperware dishes kind of thing right and just the basics just stuff you need why do you need all this extra things i don't know we think that it's fancy or we are more cultured whatever the reason is we don't need to do all that somebody said this and i think i read it one time they said you know they realized that when they went to one of those airbnbs um, for vacation it just had the basics it just had so many spoons and so many teaspoons and you know two pots and stuff and they felt like it was so much easier for them to keep up and then the lady said when she went home she just told herself that she is going to keep her home as if it was a guest house and just leave the bare minimal and she had realized how much stuff and extra things she had so that has really been a time saver for me because i have just put away a lot of things of extra things and it's also given me more space and it's it's less clutter and when you see less clutter it also helps you to mentally keep up with your life and you know all the things you have to do another tip is not making a lot of complicated meal plans and complicated um, kind of schedules. So I see some moms, they're like, oh, what do I cook? What do I cook? I just made this two weeks ago and the family doesn't want it again. And then I heard another friend tell me her mom used to just have 15 meals that her family loved and she just rotated it. And I thought, how easy does that sound we sit and we rack our brain over what should i cook oh we just had that food and you know we just try and feel like we have to be these connoisseur cooks for our family i don't know why we make food such a big deal but really when i heard that you know sister tell me what her mom used to do i thought what a smart mom you know i do notice the moms in the past they did not stress a lot. They did things much more simple. They made casseroles, one dish things, put it in the oven and the family was fed. They didn't care if the family was like, I don't eat this or that. That's how they coped and they had a lot less stress. So imagine doing what this mom did was having 15 favorite meals of your family and sort of just rotating it. And if you are just have a fussy family and you feel they won't do good, make it 30 meals and then just rotate that and find these 30 meals and put it on your meal planner. You've pretty much got your meal planner for life. So I just thought that was really clever. And I also, I just try and stick to the simple, I mean, sometimes it's not simple, but it's just meals that I know how to make well, because that really is a time saver is that when I try new recipes, it's going to take me much longer than if I use recipes that I already know how to make. So really meal planning can be so much simpler. It can save you time because one of the worst things for a mom is dealing with what to cook and 
and then also not having the ingredients that she has to run out and go do a shopping every mom should have a meal plan because when i know what i'm cooking for the week and i have gotten all my groceries it's like ready for me to go and my meat's out and thawed and i just have to do this and put it in my instapot then i just feel like that's one major thing off my plate because i think i read somewhere that cooking is a very stressful thing for a mom so imagine having that off your plate and then the final tip i want to say is just having gadgets that make your life easier and one of the things that makes my life so easy is an instapot i have found the instapot to be absolute time saver absolute must-have for moms like many women have never tried a pressure cooker and those who have pressure cookers this will be super easy for you but once you learn it just watch a youtube video that's what i did i love it i actually have two of them and i hardly even cook in my pots anymore because it is such a time saver the other thing that makes life easier is having an electric kettle i cannot understand how moms can still boil water on the stove boiling water in a microwave is dangerous um, having an electric kettle that turns off by itself is awesome time saver so gadgets like that you know those are the kind of gadgets i'm talking about and you can call it gadgets or appliances that make your life easier there are some but be careful there's a lot of gadgets that just add clutter they have like a very um small kind of purpose i just stay away from those kind of things i use things that like my blender you know i will i have a blender that also has um smaller cups which so i could make single serve things and make a huge one and i find that helps me so much because i don't have to wash this big blender when my husband wants a smoothie i could just make a single serve all for myself so that to me saves time because again it's just something that I will use a blender for everything, but also it's a smoothie maker. So I don't have a separate smoothie maker. I just have the separate cups, but it's one machine. So stuff like that make your life really easy. And honestly, those I'd say are my major ones. There's a lot of other tips, you know, I can go into, but this is a really long podcast. Alhamdulillah, you know, you use that extra time more wisely. And also you're just happier, less stressful and just a better mom, wife, and Muslimah, you know, in so many aspects.